Greetings and welcome to HVAC Chats, a series of HVAC episodes by Contracting Business and Endeavor Business Media. I'm Terry McIver, Editor-in-Chief of Contracting Business Magazine and Director of Content for ContractingBusiness.com. HVAC Chats offers insights by guest HVAC contractors into their business management challenges and successes. And we will also provide insight by leaders from various HVAC associations on topics of interest to contractors. Now on to the show. Today's episode will be especially meaningful to those HVAC, plumbing, and electrical business entrepreneurs who turn their dreams into reality by following a plan from the very beginnings of their business journeys. You knew what you wanted and you made it happen by taking the correct steps. My guest is Mark Mason, Chief Executive Officer of RCL Mechanical, based in Raynham, Massachusetts. The company provides heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services to customers in Taunton, Bristol County, and South Shore, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island. So I'll let him take it from here with some of the details that led to his starting RCL, including his ventures in real estate. Mark, how did it all begin? Everything really started back in high school when I uh, decided to take the plumbing program at my vocational school. Um, And my teachers gave me that vision of what I could be in the real world at such a young age. And, uh, you know, and I lived with them through freshman through freshman year through senior year, uh, where I did attend like co-op, co-op time, which in my area, we have a program at a vocational school where every other week you are out working in the field, getting your uh, experience in labor hours. And uh, that's really where it started. The program was around for about five or six years before I came into it. And I was a first licensed journeyman plumber and master plumber that exited, uh, which was an awesome accomplishment at such a young age for me, at least, you know. So that was exciting. And it kind of drove me to, to, you know, to want more and to be excited. And you worked with a, a, for another contractor and you worked up through the ranks from field work to estimating and then project management? Right after high school, I hopped right into it. I didn't really waste any time. There was actually a local ad in the newspaper where they were looking for residents in my area to work at the high school. Um, there was a residency. I ended up uh, getting a prevailing wage job. And at a young age, I was making a lot of money. Um, and I, I dug right de- down deep, got my apprenticeship license. Uh, not too long after that, I got my, uh, my journeyman's license. You know, So... I worked pretty diligently from about 2010 to 13 on getting my journeyman license. And then 2014, I did attain my master's license. In between that, you were telling me about some of your real estate ventures. Yeah, so I think one thing led to another. I feel like, you know, your plumbing and heating trade is uh, is the, the most complex trade. And um, having that in your corner kind of helps a lot you know and when I started doing a lot of side work and kind of moonlighting as you call it I started working for people in real estate they're doing fix and flips and developing and it was very just it was interesting to me you know and the more I got into it I I enjoyed it so um uh, I then there um got promoted went into the office of the employer I was working for I was an estimator well, an assistant estimator, an estimator, and then I graduated to be a project manager. Well, you really kept it 
uh, in focus. And absolutely, working in homes really can give you such a great grounding in what exactly homes need to be comfortable, to be secure spaces. That's where all my my business skills kind of groom from, from sales to managing employees and schedule and the whole business really. Uh, I was able to do multiple things at once because I was very organized and task, task driven. So you fast forward and I was able to, you know, dip my, my hands into real estate and have the confidence for that um, and also have a, a, a company on the side uh, while working on my nine to five. So a lot to juggle, but it was exciting and that's kind of how my journey started. And then eventually you started RCL Mechanical with some associates. And what year was that? RCL Mechanical with my business partner, Rich, in 2020. Um, and you know, you fast forward three, three and a half years now, and um, we've just built in a, a phenomenal business built off culture, personal growth, um, and we've we've honestly we've had a blast doing it. And uh, you know, from 2020 to now, we went from essentially zero employees to 75 employees. So it's been a real exciting ride. You realized early on the importance of being able to overcome adversity to reach success. And some of that came in the areas related to recruiting, training, and retaining employees. I know you're a dynamic leader and have a way of fostering growth and empowering the team. And I was also impressed that you described your team as kind and thoughtful and easy to work with on the company website. I have never seen that statement about a crew. So how did you develop those qualities in your team? You know, I wanted to build the biggest company in my market in the best with the best culture. And uh, we've solely focused um, 100% on building that culture. Because my, my intent was if you, you have the right people, then that, that is the foundation. You know, having the good people with the right worth ethics and the right morals and core values is what's going to allow the rest to fall in place. And you also said you, you have come to appreciate the value of trusting the process and operating with speed when it comes to decision making. How are those two philosophies making a difference at RCL Mechanical? As a business owner, you are in the weeds every day, right? You know, and, and your true job is to be solution oriented. You know, you are to provide solutions for everybody else. Um, and I feel like the more you procrastinate, the more you talk yourself out of it. And I feel like that's just human nature. So I've done very well with just operating with speed, you know, Usually it's my first gut. I, I pull a trigger and um, I find success with it, you know, and I think that the only time you fail is when you you don't execute. I think yeah. that's the true potential of quitting, which is not the case here, you know, and uh, as for decision making, you know, I think you just got to trust the process, you know, and it's it's there's no playbook, a blueprint on how to build a company or the detours or the roadblocks or the or, or anything you're gonna get while building the company. There's so many things that come at you on a day-to-day basis, never mind any year. So I, I think you just have to trust yourself and and give up control when you know it's right. And it, it, you have to realize that it, it you cannot do it yourself. And if you actually have the mindset that what's right for the company, usually that is what you want to trust. You have to take the emotions out of it and just say, you know what, what is best for the company? Because what's best for the company is best for everybody within it. 
So that's just something truly to live by. What is the one thing that you encountered in your business journey, you would say, that you didn't expect? And how did you deal with it? I'm going to have to go back to the pandemic. We all, uh, you know, got hit by the pandemic and hurt people in different ways. Um, and as a business, you truly had the decision to fall victim or try to use it as energy to, to blast through it. I stomped through the storm and uh, thankfully I did and I know a lot of people didn't make it and I'm blessed by my team that stuck behind me and all my resources around me because it was truly a team, it was a teamwork that really got us through it. But um, the pandemic was tough. I think it was more that everyone else was very scared of the, the unknown. You had mentioned that you belong to the support groups uh, we know of as a CEO warrior and Apex. And I wondered if you would tell me what you've gained from each of those. The biggest thing that I've gained from the groups that I'm a part of I, is collapse in time. And let me explain it a little bit, what I mean by collapse in time, is I feel like you need to find people that have been through it. You know, uh, I've never built a business before. I've never done this or that, you know, and you have to find people that experienced it so you don't hit the same roadblocks that cost you time and money. I've always just really invested in in those things that would really put me in the position to be around the people that I wanted to be to help me excel. And I think that was probably one of the key performance indicators that really blasted RCM Mechanical off into space, along with being able to execute and having the great culture that we have. So um, I, did, I think it's just a bunch of things that just kind of come together to, to, to make something great, you know? And I, I didn't mention it earlier, but even technology. We're, we're very technology-based and automated, and I feel like everybody has their own uh, mindset towards that stuff, but I feel like if you don't get with it, you're gonna get lost. And we've done a great job implementing it, and it hasn't been easy, but I feel like that is another way that we've really excelled where not so many other HVAC or plumbing companies have. I think you've really given listeners two new phrases I had never heard of. You spoke earlier of using using a challenge as, as a form of energy and then this collapsing time concept, which might be called shortcutting, but I, I just like that notion of compressing the time that you're using or needing to build a business. One of the ways that the company has grown has, was through you said getting your internet marketing right. How did that come about and what exactly were those steps? I, I was never a, a master marketer by trade, but in the home service business, you have to really, you have to really learn it, right? And uh, not everybody has the biggest pockets to put into, uh, put all this money into PPC or Google or Bing or any of these platforms. But one thing that we've really had a good angle on is social media. And that is, you know, Facebook and uh, really organically pushing people through Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn in order to um, increase our clients and employee base. So I just think that you have to find what works for you. And we just have such a strong audience on Instagram and Facebook that that's how we get a lot of our employees and customers. You know, they, that's where they go. Mark, would you like to share anything special about the summer that just concluded that helped affirm your belief in this industry? as a meaningful business to be in? One thing that happened this summer that really stuck out to me was the cookout that we had. It's an annual cookout that we do for the team. Everybody comes in at 11 a.m. And this is where everybody can just be, just be humans. Just come, let loose, 
let's eat food, let's talk, raffles, um, games. You know, one thing that we did differently this year is we had a videographer walk around and they interviewed everybody and we were making team profiles on people on what they said. And I fairly truly believe that that allowed our technicians and team members really just come out of their shell. So that was my win for the summer. Having that videographer is a great idea. When uh, you're not running an excellent business, what are some of the things you like to do to uh, have fun in your spare time? I just had a daughter. So that's been an exciting new chapter for me. Uh, I've really just, uh, it's, it's allowed me to disconnect from work a little bit and uh, have more purpose because I love, I love the game of business. I love HVAC. And now I have, I have my daughter, Demi, uh, which is exciting because like, you know, this week she started to smile. And I feel like when you're building these businesses and you're so passionate about business that it's so easy to get stuck in the, in the grind. And um, that's one thing that I've, I've struggled with, actually separating that work-life balance. So uh, it's a work in progress. And just like anything I'll say on here is nothing's ever finished. You fight these things every day. You know, going to the gym, just because you can get up and go to the gym for three weeks straight, doesn't mean the fourth week's going to be easy. Like, I think it's just consistent strength in training your mind is how you win. You know, I think the key components of a successful business is discipline and consistency. And I don't know if there's anything around it. I'm here to help you through your journey, you know, and if there's any questions or, or comments you'd like to, to reach out to and, and talk to us about it, you know, we are here. And that email address is marc at rclmechanical.com. Is there one bit of advice you'd like to impart to those business owners who are listening in before we sign off? I am writing a book on how to overcome adversity to build entrepreneurship. Uh, and I talk about my journey uh, and the staples that really stuck with me to help me pull me through everything I've been through. Uh, so some people have been, things, been through more tragedy than less than, than others. So if you're truly trying to build business and get into business and you, whether you're a one-man team or you're 5, 10, 20, I think this, this book can really help anybody. Um, and uh, I'm excited to publish it at the end of October. So pick up a copy of the book. Let me know what you guys think of it. I hope it helps at least one person in the world. And again, Mark has agreed to let me share his email with you listeners should any of you wish to talk with him about his journey and ask any questions. That email address is marc at rclmechanical.com. Mark, thanks so much for speaking with me today. It's been very enlightening, and I really wish you all the success in the world. Thank you so, so much. I, I truly appreciate your time, and uh, I, I appreciate you guys really having me on. I, I hope I could affect one person's business or life. That wraps up this episode of HVAC Chats. Thank you, as always, to our guests and to you, our beloved listeners. If this is your first time listening to HVAC Chats, be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcasting app, and if you are a regular listener, Please share the podcast with your colleagues who would find our episodes valuable. Until our next episode, you can find us on contractingbusiness.com. This is Terry McIver. Have a great day, everybody.